Salutations and shit, motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of Travel and Shit. Um, I'm your host, D. Carrie, and I'm happy to have you here with me. I think this is episode 36. Yep, episode 36. Thank you for fucking with the kid for 36 straight weeks. I appreciate you. Um, uh, Heads up, I've got... um, I was going to say a live. It's not going to be live. I have a um, remote episode coming up soon. I will be traveling soon. So I will have uh, some new exciting uh, pics and shit to share and new travel experiences to talk about. So I'm really excited about that. Traveling shit is your favorite podcast about travel, but it's more of the why we travel as opposed to the how we travel. However, considering how is somewhat important um this is going to be a somewhat of a mixed episode if you will i decided to actually listen to or not listen to but um answer some listener questions because uh yeah that's a fucking thing now you know what i mean like y'all fucking with the kid you know what i'm talking about like i appreciate y'all niggas like you here for me you here for me so um Thank you to those of you that have reached out. Um, And I hope that I can do your questions some justice. So let us begin. You see how I just like eased on into that shit and I ain't do too much of the whole bullshit in the beginning because sometimes that bullshit in the beginning is cute and fun, but sometimes it's just annoying. Yeah. So let's have at it. One of the first questions. Let's see. And shout out to if in the room here with me. Is his mic on? <laughs> you got to shout, hey, if it's here from, uh, does anybody else see this shit? Another uh, Beats on Film Network podcast. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, one of the first questions. When women travel to other places, is it important to take into consideration what she wears? American culture is free and uh, liberated, but other countries women must cover up. That is. That a damn good question. Yes. And funny that she should ask this now that was uh thank you lola that was actually what i was dealing with this time two years ago if you follow me on instagram underscore d carry the letter d c a r r i e um i was actually in qatar this time two years ago so a big um eid mcbar i don't know if i'm saying it right i'm hoping that i am um, Ramadan is now over to all of my, uh, Muslim brothers and sisters that do celebrate. Is that the, that yeah. Ramadan I is complete. Uh, yeah. The outside celebrating. It's beautiful. Is, oh yeah. The weather is perfect for that. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. cause it's, yeah, I think it's usually around the same time every year. And uh, this time last year, I was in Qatar and I was there during Ramadan and I was packing beforehand to leave on the trip. And I knew that I'd be going to uh, a Muslim country and then I'd be going to Thailand after. So I knew I'd be visiting mosques and um, what do you call them? Temples. So, of course, modesty is key, right? I realized how much of a fucking American I am Um, and possibly a thought, you know, uh, (laughs) summer is my shit. Mm. I don't quite really enjoy clothes. Um, Skin is in 
and I pretty much stay summer ready for the year. So fuck what you heard. My legs is out, you know, my knees are showing, my thighs is out, belly button popping, a little shoulder action. I'm with the shits. So when dressing for 80 and 90 degree weather, it would be first nature to accordingly yeah so pack less you know what i mean you throwing in the shorts and the tank tops and the midriffs and summer dresses and then you realize hmm this isn't really appropriate for where i'm going so i realized how much uh should i didn't have so that was definitely something that did come into consideration i ended up having to go and get because then when it comes to long sleeve stuff, you have long sleeve stuff, but you have winter long sleeve stuff. So you'll have like, uh, what do you call that? Um, like thermal long sleeve shirts or I'll have like wool ass sweaters and shit like that. Hoodies. That's not. Yeah, it's not on trend for 80, 90 degrees. So I had to hit up uh, like Forever 21 and a couple of little happen? cheap shots. Yeah. No, I did it before I left. I went and bought like, I think I went to like H&M and bought like loose fitting long sleeve shirts. Um, I bought like, um, actually now I remember the things that I bought. I bought and I've never worn it. I don't even think I wore it while I was there. It was like a loose, like it was a light, not linen, kind of like a cottony kind of, you know, just some, a light long sleeve, huh? Oh, God, no. I have some of those, but they're all, like, snug. And it's too hot to wear snug shit. You know what I mean? You need some shit that flows. So I ended up having, um, like, a, a light-colored and, like, um, light-material long-sleeve shirt. I bought, like, a sweater that was kind of flowy. You know what I mean? You just throw over just so that you can cover your arms and you cover your shoulders when you go into a temple. And I think I had, like, your, your basic chambray gap shirt that you throw on like you know the oversized button up i had one of those but you buy you know pick up little things like that and um i also had um uh i'm i can't think of the word oh you can check my instagram though i wore it when i was in qatar it's the green and white thing mm -mm. it was the white um i got it in casablanca shit i can't remember it's not a tunic a fucking tunic jesus so yeah it's like it's right there and i'm like i know words so i bought a black one and i bought a white one and so i wore the white one in the desert in qatar and it was first of all that was one of the best excursions i'd ever been on well, let me tell you what i learned um before you go it's not everything you want to do is necessary it's not necessary to book everything in advance it's not necessary to pay for everything before you get there um i've told the story before the beginning of my travel journey i was supposed to go to martinique i ended up going to bermuda thankfully i didn't purchase any of my excursions before i went there because i ended up canceling that trip because my flight got canceled um so Thankfully, I didn't waste any money, lose any money in that sense. Um, when I went to or when I was considering going to um, Qatar, I knew that I wanted to do a desert excursion because in my mind, of course, when's the next time I'm going to be in the fucking desert, right? So, well, no, at some point, yeah, but I mean, who knows when, who knows which one, right? So, in my mind, I'll do it when I get there. 
I had looked into the excursion. I think it was maybe $75, something around that, right? I get there. So what do you do in the desert for 75 it was a it was a desert tour. So basically you ride around in a truck and you look at the desert. It sounds really dumb, but it's like I'm not being paid to describe it. You know, it just it's that's essentially what you're doing, but it's way more fucking incredible than that. Um it's one, I've never been to the desert, so it was wild fun. You know what I mean? It was just cool to experience something that I'd never done before. You know what I mean? It's like I live in fucking New York. It'd be dry as shit but it's not a desert, you know? (laughs) But, um, so in my mind, I'm thinking that I'm going to just book it when I get there. I only had a window of say three days. Like when you look into an excursion, look to see how soon you can book it. Example. I'm pretty certain I've mentioned this in like one of my early episodes, but I'm going to say it again. If you know you want to do something, go into whatever app you're going to use. I enjoy Expedia, Viator, Airbnb, um, and Travel Something. It's another app, but those three are really great. Um, Travel Advisor. I think it's TripAdvisor or Travel. I think it's TripAdvisor. Um, I've booked with them as well. But when you're looking to book something, when you think of it, open up the app and see how soon you can book it. Can you book it that same day? Can you book it the next day? Or is it telling you on a Monday that the next available date for you to book is a Thursday? That is something that is very important to consider when it comes time to deciding last minute or well in advance whether or not you need to do something. Because I needed like three days in order to book the $70 option. So when I got there, I was going to be there for like 72 hours or something like that. It was an extended layover trip. It's not like I had, you know, decided to go there and stay there for a week. I was just doing a long layover because it was the stop before I got to Thailand. Um, so I could not book on any of the apps that I saw within the window that I had available. So I was trying to find um, companies that I could call and book with directly. Like, hey, can you take me today? Hey, can you take me tomorrow? It wasn't a fucking option. So I ended up calling the hotel. These niggas wanted like $300. $300, y'all. That was for, I want to say, six hours or so. And it included like a camel ride and all these other, it was basically just those two things, the, the desert tour and the camel ride. Uh, wasn't, there was no meal, none of that extra shit included. And I was like, fuck y'all. But then I was just like, when am I going to be out here again? And so I said, you, you learn this lesson, you take this L, you get what you want. And you now know better or you don't spend the money and then you have like you live with that kind of regret. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I made it this far. You know what I mean? So what I ended up doing was booking the tour sans the camel excursion because that's what set it to like the 300 mark. So I think I ended up doing it without that. And it was like two and change a little bit. It was something it was still bread, but it wasn't what I was like, fuck that, right? Mm-hmm. It was worth every penny. Mm-hmm. 
I was the only person on the tour. It was just me and the driver. He picked me up from the hotel right at the door. We drove out there. He was mad chill. He was talking to me about his kids. He was talking to me about like he used to be uh, um like he's a like a street driver like this like his thing is speed it's all about speed he's like yo i got another truck no doors no seats like they basically make it as light as possible so that you can go as fast as possible through the freaking desert while we were driving there's like random uh what do you call them stray camels like you know they got stray cats and you know stuff in the city there's stray camels like in the yeah i was like oh this is weird what was crazy to me was that he knew where he was going. There's no street signs. There's no landmarks. You know what I mean? It's desert. So when we first got there, he hooked it up so that I could ride a camel for like twenty dollars. It was like he's like, it's hot. You don't need. You don't really. Do you really want to be on a camel for like an hour? I was like, ham. I don't. I just want to be able to say I did. He was like, I bet. He let you do it for like ten dollars. You ride like a mile and come back. I said, I'm with the shits. So I gave him like twenty dollars. Thank you so much. They took a moment. They went. They prayed. I sat. I had tea. It's beautiful. There's like a nice little desert oasis kind of scenery set up. There's this nice tent and beautiful cushions and seats. It. I mean, when I tell you the experience was so worth what I spent for it, just driving and it's like the way they drive is like you would think you're in a roller coaster because there is sand dunes everywhere so like you're riding along that shit and it feels like you're gonna go over a cliff because it's like you can't see what's on the other side of the dune is it like high up is it low is it plateauing like what are we doing the shit was wild it was wild but it's like he knew what the fuck was going on and he's just flying through it so he's flying through it we're talking and it was it was one of the best experiences i've ever had but that is the lesson that i really learned one i'm very american i do not normally possess modest clothing and two figure out how soon in advance you need or what the time frame and booking something is so yeah long drawn out answer to that question um let's see so what's the next question i'm gonna go with let's pull these guys up i'm going back up to it let me see okay Oh, and the way I knew how to dress, because that was part of the question. Mm. How do I know how to dress accordingly going to foreign countries? Just Google it. Excuse me. Also Google what all is going on in the country while you're going to be there. So I knew that Ramadan was happening while I was there. So it was. Um, and then also know certain things like what is it a. Is it a wet country or a dry country? That sounds nuts. However, certain countries you're not allowed. They don't you don't drink liquor. And um, Qatar is basically uh, is. Yeah, it's basically dry. Um, well, at least certain areas. There are certain hotels that are that will have alcohol. And then other ones are dry hotels where they won't have alcohol. Um, also, um, um, good question. That I wasn't, I didn't real notice that one way or the other. I didn't differentiate between the two. Um, but that was one of the things. Also, uh, one of the other notes that I had meant, one of the things to note is I noticed that there was mention of when people traveled in groups, 
or in couples, if you were traveling with a person of the opposite sex, certain places asked certain people if they had a, a marriage certificate in order to share the room. That wasn't, that's not an issue for me because I traveled by myself. However, just one of the things to know if you are going on a vacation or if you're just traveling with your niggas or if you're traveling with like your brother or your sister or something like that, you may want to uh, look into whether or not they will let um, couples of opposite sex share a room. So certain countries have much stricter uh, modesty laws, if you will. Uh, let's see. Okay, another one. Um... Lorena asked, talk about the packing. Uh, I had sent her a packing list. Uh, so shout out to my homegirl, Lorena. She just got back from Nigeria and she had a bomb ass time out there. And she also um, did a, a, a really uh, nice act of philanthropy. She donated money and clothes and goods to an orphanage out there. So uh, Lola, thank you for, you know, just the... Yeah, she went to uh, Nigeria to do that. And uh, so thank you for that. But I had had a conversation with her beforehand and I was telling her, make sure you certain things that I will always know how to access are copies of all of my cards. Like when I travel, I know that I have a photo of all of my credit cards, of my license and my passport. I have pictures of the front and back of each and I've emailed them all to myself. So they're all in an email that I can access. So God forbid my phone gets snatched, my purse gets snatched, or, you know, I'm in an accident or something happens or I'm separated from everything and I need to get to the embassy or if I need to contact whomever about whatever, as long as you have internet, I can log into Gmail and I can access photo ID that says that I am who I am. And I can also access credit card numbers because then also consider if your credit cards are stolen, how many of us actually know how many credit cards we have or what exact credit cards we have? I have all the numbers for the credit cards that I may have to access saved in my phone as such. So if I call it the yellow bank card because it's the bank is actually yellow i have it saved as yellow bank card in my phone additionally i have the international number saved as well as the the u.s number saved because a lot of um of those companies will have a different number to call there's an international number for visa and then there's like a u.s number to call for visa um also i was telling her about my first aid kit one of the biggest fears that I've always had when traveling is not having a certain pill that I want while I'm abroad and not knowing what my international counterpart is. So something as simple, yep, something as simple as um, a Tylenol or a Motrin, an Aleve, an Excedrin, Dramamine, um, you know, a fucking uh, Pepto, Imodium. I keep all of that in a bag it's like a small uh makeup case so i keep uh a couple of pills of each benadryl mm -hmm. benadryl i have a tin of like vicks i keep band-aids alcohol wipes i have a tweezer uh a nail clipper um i think that's it and i might have something like bug bite related but um but something like an, I don't think I have after bite in there because honestly, at that point it's, it's there. 
Afterbite has never really worked for me. Oh, no, I no, I have alcohol pads. I think that's it. So I have all types of pain relievers, whether it be Aleve or Excedrin. So I've got all the shit that I would use at home. I have enough of that. Benadryl is big and Pepto-Bismol is huge. The last thing you want to deal with is an upset stomach while you're abroad because most of the time you don't know why the fuck your stomach is upset that happened to me while i was in thailand i had this entire bag with me excuse me and then i realized that my stomach was bothering me right as the taxi pulled away from the hotel and of course this bag was in my suitcase back in the room thankfully the driver spoke enough english that he understood what i meant when i was saying can you bring me to the pharmacy brought me to the pharmacy there was a pharmacist there that did speak some english and i was telling her my stomach was hurting and she was like well which way like what's what about it is coming are you oh, throwing boy. up yeah is oh, it boy. just nauseous do you have diarrhea is it gas are you going do you feel like you're really about to throw up now and i'm like sis i don't know yeah, it was like not perfect English, but enough English to ask me like, so what way uh, like she's so she's miming like throwing up and she she's miming like bathroom, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm like, I, yo, I, I, it just hurts. So like it feels like anything could go. Mm. And um, she gave me these pills in Thai and, you know, was telling me, well, this one is for diarrhea. This one is for vomiting. You take this one this way. You take that one this way. And I'm like, okay, so can I take them both? And she's like, well, this one will do it. So, and mind you, fun fact, even abroad, there's like a minimum spending on your debit card or like on a credit card. So like all I wanted was the pills, but the pills were like $2, so it's like i have to spend like a minimum of like ten dollars or some shit like that so it's like well fuck i don't even i don't know what else is in this store everything is in thai i don't need anything from a thai ass pharmacy what could i you know what I mean? but i have to buy stuff so that i could get these because i don't have cash on me right now and it's like yo i'm you already don't feel good so you're all like you know what i mean so it's just like keep these things on hand and keep in mind that when you're moving about what all you're leaving behind what do you normally suffer from the most an upset stomach and a fucking headache it, ladies if you know you're about to ovulate if you know you're on your period and you're gonna have cramps keep a couple of those shits in your purse as opposed to in your suitcase if you know that you're gonna go eat and you're not really you know what i mean like Keep those things in mind. So keep a couple of the Peptos or the Tums or whatever in your bag, like your pocketbook or in your pocket so that you have it on hand. Don't forget to, you know, just a little bit of foresight is what I'm saying, because the last thing you want to do is have to try to make these on the spot decisions when you're already not feeling good and then trying to um, translate things in a language that you don't understand. So. That's what I definitely bring with me when I'm going. I make sure to check that I do know how to access that email, that it hasn't disappeared into the depths of whatever bottomless email pit we all know that there is. So, um, yeah, I make sure that I could get to those. Um, okay, another question. I got one from Drew. Hey, Drew. Thank you for writing in. What would be some advice you would tell a male of color who never traveled abroad? And why do you prefer to travel solo? So, 
Yes, I've got great listeners. So thank you guys. And if you guys have any questions, be sure to shoot me an email at travel and shit podcast. Uh, T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N, S-H-I-T podcast at gmail.com so you can definitely send me emails there or um dm me so far most of my questions have come um in dms so um yes i do respond to dms but some of them like if i'm not following you it sometimes it's hard to notice that whole dm request thing so bear with the kid um I, i don't shade you it's just i don't you know what i mean especially if you're not being disrespectful it's not that i'm ignoring you sometimes it's just really hard to see um so yeah in terms of uh drew's question travel advice i would give a male of color who's never traveled abroad now it kind of depends on your reasoning for not traveling if you're afraid of flying or if you are apprehensive i don't want to say afraid if you're apprehensive about flying or and i don't want to say afraid because you're a male i just want to say that because it may not necessarily be a fear apprehension and fear are similar but i don't think that they're the same um so i would say if you're apprehensive about flying or if you are just apprehensive about being so far because those are some of the things that I think people have expressed being apprehensive about and I too have been apprehensive about the uh going so far port because I've never like I've flown since I was a kid like but I'd never left the country we'd always gone to North Carolina we'd gone to um Atlanta those were the only two places but I'd flown there quite often as a kid uh for like family reunions and stuff like that but um, then I'd gone to Florida for Disney World. So tr- flying was never an issue for me. I love flying. Just um, Right. It was the distance for me. I'd never gone. The the most afraid I had been on a trip was when I went to Casablanca. The first time I left the country, I wasn't scared because I knew I was going to Bermuda. Bermuda was maybe three hours away at most it might even be less than that and i think it might actually only be a 90 minute flight either way bermuda close as fuck so that's why i can smell my pizza because i got the fucking napkin in my pocket shit sorry y'all random aside um so i wasn't afraid of bermuda because i knew god forbid something happened my mom could get to bermuda she could come get me you know but when it came to Casablanca, I'm going to fucking Africa. You know what I mean? And like, as black ass kid from New York, like Africa is like on the other side of the fucking planet. You know what I mean? Like that's always what it is far. It's far as fuck. But it was just for me, it was knowing that I was going further than anyone would ever be able to come get me. And that's what was very scary to me. I basically had a panic attack in the, in the airport, but it wasn't like a large but panic attack. Yeah. The gravity of knowing that I couldn't be saved, if you will. And I ended up, I had my little shades on and I'm sitting in the air and like, I'm sitting waiting for my flight to board. And like, I'm really starting to like, I could feel the tension in my chest build up. And I'm like, I'm having a, like, I'm trying to 
get a deep breath and I can't like complete uh like I can't get like a deep breath and now I'm starting to like to cry a little bit and I'm really like all right I'm and I'm trying to put a name on what was scaring me and I think I'd written an article about this for Taji magazine shout out to Taji uh volume 19 is coming out I am the uh travel contributor I write for Taji mag so definitely holla at them you can uh subscribe to that you know what I mean black owned hella black beautiful black so um get with the shits um but I had to try to put a name on it so if you're a, if you haven't traveled because you have a fear or an apprehension or discomfort with it for some reason put a name on it identify what about the trip or what about the experience is scary for you or unsettling for you. And as I was sitting in the airport trying to figure out why I was afraid of going so far, I could not figure it out. Like I'm thinking of all the things in my life that I should be afraid of that I'm not afraid of. So it's like, I'm thinking of some things that, you know, I do for work that I'm not afraid of doing. So I'm like, if I'm not afraid of this, why am I afraid of traveling? Millions of people go as, as tourists to these locations and are absolutely fucking fine. So then I'm thinking, all right, so maybe it's uh, not understanding the language. And I'm like, I've been places where I don't understand the language before. And here I am today right now, perfectly fine. So as I'm going through the list of things that I'm trying to, you know, rationalize, I couldn't think of anything. I ended up calling one of my homeboys and I'm talking to him. And you know what? God always sends you the right people when you need them. Because a lot of times, you know how you'll have a friend that you call and they kind of just like, all right, nigga, you fine. Like, what are you really stressed about? Yeah. This time he was really patient with me and he was really like, all right, D, you really don't have anything to worry about. Talk to me. Like he, he gave me what I needed in that moment. And I don't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting him to, but I called anyway, because this is one of my friends that like I'll call when I'm starting to get worried about some shit or I'm starting like, this was the person that I immediately thought of when I was scared. I called him and he really like, he really helped calm me down. And so realizing that I couldn't name what it was, he kind of was just like, all right, so how does that make you feel? Does it feel a little more foolish and stuff? Like, so I would suggest that for someone that has never traveled, depending on what your reasoning for traveling is, try to identify what it is to sub like subdue whatever those fears are. And when it, if it's, <clears throat> excuse me, if it's distance, you ain't got to go that far, my nigga. You could go to, I would say go to Cuba, but as of today, uh, Trump administration is putting a whole lot of fucking travel bans on Cuba right now. I believe cruise ships are now not allowed to go. And I think that people to people, which is generally the air quotes here mission that we go to Cuba on because they're like uh, there's a list of 12 different reasons that you can list as a reason to go to Cuba that is currently allowed and it's supposed to be group travel and people to people and you're learning about the culture and you're supporting the Cuban people I believe that one that's also been taken off the list um so if you're trying to go to Cuba definitely look into uh, those new restrictions, uh, that is now a thing. I don't know that everything has been like, if there are 
like end dates or start dates for when this is supposed to happen. Like just because something is put into uh, law today doesn't necessarily mean that it goes into effect tomorrow. So um, if you've already got tickets or whatever, definitely um, do whatever research or investigating that you need to do to make sure that either you get your money back or that you're still safe to travel. I'm pretty sure that you're still safe to travel. And I'm pretty sure that even if these things have been put into place that they haven't been effectuated yet. But again, that ain't what my degree is in. I just noticed it when I was um, looking through some articles earlier today. Um, but I would say you don't have to go far. So look into Cuba. If it's still a thing, uh, consider Bermuda. Bermuda is also close. Um, if you are not looking to necessarily leave the country, there are tons, tons, tons of beautiful places to see in our own country. I know that I hadn't gone to the West Coast until like last year. I went to LA for the first time. I went to Seattle for the first time. I did my no hair, don't care tour. Shout out to Shah. He, he, uh, he called that what it was. And um, I had a good ass black ass time. I had hella fucking fun. I went to Vegas as well. I did not realize that I was going to Vegas during the hoest time of, of the fucking year. No, it was Memorial Day weekend. Oh. And I didn't even realize that it was a thing because I was checking out right as it was beginning. Turns out one of my boys um, works out there, lives out there with um, his uh, his girl and his beautiful baby. Um Shout out to you guys. And I don't want to say your name only because I don't know if you want the world to know that you what it is you do for a living. But he is a cop and I didn't even know he was a fucking cop. So when I got out there, he kept what you, where are you at? Where are you at? What are you doing? You good? I'm like, yo, bro, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. He's like, no, nah, you sure? Like, I need you. I need a couple. I need a little more engagement here. I need you to answer back a little quicker. And I'm just like, I'm good. I'm telling you, I'm fine. He's like, okay, no, you don't understand. I'm listening to all the fuck shit that's happening. Like, this is actually my job. Like, you, you didn't know I was a cop. I was like, no, nah, my nigga, really? No, I didn't. Okay, a little more perspective. I see what's going on right now. You're basically listening to everything that's going wrong, and you're just trying to make sure that I ain't part of the shit that's going wrong. So I appreciate that. And I, um, so yeah, when you're going places, maybe look into the tone of what's happening while you're out there uh yeah besides huh yeah i mean like i'm not a party person so i wasn't going to clubs i wasn't going to i don't really do parties period um but um there's plenty to see within the country if you don't feel if you feel like you want to start a little bit closer to home if you feel like you want to um because it'll take you three hours and change to get to a lot of different places it takes you like three four hours to get to new orleans so um you could go south you could go west you could go fucking north um going to even canada was beautiful i went to alberta with hey sarita i love you with one of my homegirls and even though we were ready to kill each other by the third day or the third night oh, i'll say the third day by day four we loved each other again we made up and you know it was absolutely breathtaking the shit that we saw out there like we hiked nine miles to go see ink pots i'll post pictures of that next week um well when you guys are listening to this it'll be live so i'll make sure that i post pictures of the ink pots so you guys can see what i'm talking about when we hiked nine fucking miles to get to the most beautiful shit i'd ever seen in my black ass life um grand canyon is absolutely 
beautiful to see. Antelope Canyon is beautiful. And then also, I'm one of those history kind of people. I'm also like a very creative person. I tell myself kind of stories and shit. So I always like to envision all of the shit in the world, these massive, beautiful spaces have given space to like all of the things that have happened in these areas so like in the grand canyon like all of the it's a big ass fucking crater it's a hole it's like uh the i think it's the rio river or the i don't know what fucking river it is but it's basically eroded through all these rocks over all this course of time and it's the grand canyon yeah fucking science nature it's beautiful and it does it on its own you know we didn't have to do that it's just a thing and um all the layers of history the, like the things that have just been going on in the world while the craters were being created um all the different cultures and the civilizations that have spent time you know traversing through these areas you know uh for me that's exciting um I even think of like dumb, I don't want to say dumb shit because like I said, these are things that I enjoy. While I was in Rome, I was walking from, I think I had just left the mouth of truth, which is quite underwhelming. Yeah, it's, it's essentially what it is. It's just the face with the hole in it on the fucking wall. There's a line to get in there. to like, you can see it from the street. But there's like gates and stuff. And if you want to go put your hand in there, there's a line. I think it's free. But I'm like, fuck this. I'm not waiting online to just put my hand in there and somebody take a picture. I'm like, I'm just taking a picture from the street. So I waited for people to walk away and I just took a picture. And I'm just like, that's it. Like, I thought it was going to be like more of a thing. It's legit just like a thing on not like the side of the road, but it's like a regular street like people are my like it's kind of like when people come and they're really excited about seeing rockefeller center and you're like i just i just really need to get up to like sixth right now or I, whatever streets are over there because directions aren't my thing y'all um it's just i'm you're in the fucking way and here people are like oh this is rockefeller center this is yeah oh my god this is beautiful because people live to see and are excited to be in new york city and here we are like yo i just gotta catch the i just gotta catch the six i gotta get on the four train right now whatever the fuck it is it's like you in the fucking way so it's like that's what it seems like it's in the middle of it's like on the side of a, it's on the block you know what i mean so say all that to say i was the mouth of truth but of course it's in like italian or some shit like that verdad or veritas and veritas is truth this i know la boca veritas veritas la boca i don't i don't fucking know like la boca is spanish yeah. <laughs> and, oh wait what is mr this? and la boca said i don't know entra moscas and a closed mouth flies do not enter or some shit like that basically shut the fuck up that's essentially what he would write at the top of the board and leave there so that we would not talk in class which didn't work but anyway so i was leaving the mouth of truth and i was heading towards some other shit i think i was going to get something to eat whatever it was i was just walking through rome and i passed a fountain that was not on the like i don't say not on the map but it like wasn't a thing that was yeah listed as like um a major monument or anything like that but 
to me, it was just like, I wonder if somebody like proposed to his girl here or like, I wonder if somebody found out like or told like their boyfriend they were pregnant here or you know what I mean? Like or if a little girl like threw a quarter in here and wished for like, you know, like her grandma to come visit her, you know, just like little I don't want to say innocuous or like unimportant, but like, you know, regular life shit. You know what I mean? Not everything important or exciting has to be huge. Sometimes. And a lot of times the little things are like more important than the big things, you know, a whole host of little things can make a great day. So like I just envisioned like all the little great day things that happened. Then I ended up passing that and it was like this beautiful church right next to it. That's one thing Catholics get the fuck right, man. Churches are fucking gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. I was born and bred Catholic. I don't fuck with the shits now, but I will forever love walking into a Catholic church because they are just so ornate and beautiful. Part of it makes me sick because all that money could be just, you know, given and done so much good with. But in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, a lot of it was like people love that. People love their religion, boy. So I'm hoping that maybe they did that shit for free or discounted rate. You know, artists are like, oh, my mother wanted me to be a priest. Yeah, like so, and like um, like Catholicism, the church, like they got a lot of intertwined, like since like whatever. Oh yeah, shit like that. But I mean, I ended up missing out on uh Sistine Chapel and shit because by the time I got there, it was closed because I'd spent most of. The, I should have gone to see that first and then gone back to the to uh St. Peter's Basilica. Excuse me, but when I was walking, I got to St. Peter's Basilica first. And I'm just like, I'm fucking here. We'll see it. See if I fuck with it. And then if I don't, like, I can leave. I actually liked it a lot. It was, I had like a moment there. I had a moment with my whole pondering, what is God? Do I still believe in God? And, you know, so like I, I had some moments oh, and shit. St. Peter's Basilica seemed like good as place as any to have, you know, the, the, you know, I mean, I prayed and then I questioned like, what do I still believe? Like, because I feel like, um, what do you call it? Uh, my Nana would be so pissed if I called this like the do I believe in God episode. Hi grandma. She asked me yesterday if I was doing the live too. So I'm glad I'm not live right now. So she could see this. She'll probably hear it after the fact. I love you, grandma. I love God too. I think. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I do. So what I was, what, I, what my thing was, is that there are plenty of things in life that we believe in because we're told to believe in them. But then, as you get older, I feel like a real test in adulthood is thinking back on the things that you believe in and deciding if you believe in them because you believe in them or if you believe in them because you were told to believe in them. And so I'm kind of at this point in my life where I'm wondering about a lot of things that I believe in and wondering if I believe in them because I believe or if I believe in them because I was told to believe in them. And so that's one of the things that what travel has introduced me to different religions. And I, um, yeah, so I guess I'll, I did a religion issue, uh, episode. So Listen at that one. I think it's called Gods of Abroad, Travel and Religion. Thank you. Oh, hope you like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just listening to shit. Yeah, we out here. But yeah, so check that one out. Um, that's one of my favorite things about um, Travel. traveling is just being in the middle of seeing how other people feel and believe about their faith. Mm. And that has been like an incredible experience. That's like humbling. 
Absolutely. Because it just makes you, I mean, it's a reminder of how small you are, but yet still how important you are. Because, I mean, for, here I go, God, you know, saying God, for God to give me the ability to move this freely across the globe, like, I feel that makes me somewhat important. You know what I mean? That I was given the opportunity to see these things, that I was given the opportunity to experience these things. Yes, the opportunity, the ability, um, the access. You know what I mean? Like this first world access. You know what I mean? Sure don't. And um, yeah, so that I'm able, and not just to see it because with the internet now, anybody can see it, but to experience it. You know what I mean? I'm able to go to these places and, you know, listen to someone pray or to be near someone as they pray to whomever it is that they believe in. So, um, yeah, definitely enjoyed that. And uh, the other part of Andrew's question was, why do you prefer to travel solo? I prefer to travel solo because for me, it requires less forethought. When you travel with someone, there's so much planning that goes into trying to make sure you're uh, in line. Um, And also just, well, it kind of ties into another question. So why do I prefer traveling to travel solo? Let's run. Let me find what that other part was. Here we go. How to pick people to travel with. Sometimes you're good friends with someone, but traveling together is a catastrophe. How to screen people to travel with. So let's tie those two uh, questions in. How to pick people to travel with and why do I travel solo? Most of my friends are married with kids. Well, not most of my friends. A good portion of my friends. I recently made a lot of extra friends that are now like family because of some different um, involved like uh, organizations that I'm involved with and that has substantially widened my heart not just my friend pool my heart like I've got family you know what I mean like you know there are people that you can meet and spend four days with and know more about than people that you've known for four years there's people that you can like you've known certain cousins your whole life and then you've known certain co-workers like two years and it's just like depending on the job depending on the co-worker because we all know that there's levels to co-workers most of your co-workers are just your co-workers they ain't your fucking friends but depending on what it is your job is or depending on certain experiences with certain people that definitely adjusts and dictates the level of closeness or the level of companionship or a bond that you have with the person. So I say all that to say, for a long time, I have friends that were mostly married or had kids. So in terms of, hey, what are you doing on this random day? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me check with my husband or let me see if I have somebody that could, I, you know, girl, I got the kids or, Oh, well, what am I going to do with, you know, Russell? Nobody has a kid named Russell. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and then additionally, even if they're free, what does their budget look like? I don't have any kids to budget for. I don't have no partner. I even don't have another partner that like, even if you're not like married, but you have a long-term partner that you're committed to and you guys are working towards, I don't 
know about that, but I mean, like, if you're working towards getting married or something like that, if you guys have that in your plan, you're now budgeting together. Right. right. Like, even if you're not married, but you know that y'all are moving in together, or if you know, like, all right, well, we buying a house together, or we're looking to save for a wedding, or we have our own travel things that we're doing, I can't just drop $500 to go with you someplace. So, it's, everybody has different things that their uh, responsibilities um, revolve around, and for me, it's me and my dog. So, I can pick up and go when I want, how I want, and I don't want to say for as long as I want because it definitely has to do with what I'm able to get off from work. But as long as I got the time approved, I'm out. And I am not always good at. It's funny because I feel like I'm a good communicator, but I'm also I don't think I'm a good communicator. For me, I get very comfortable in my own head and I know what plans I have. I know what ideas I have. But when it comes to like voicing those with other people, it gets tiring. Like I don't want to explain what it is I want to do because a lot of times I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So it's like I like that. Let me just figure it out when I want to figure it out. But that's not fair to somebody else when they're spending that bread to go with you. So that's more of those. And it is. And that's why I like going by myself because I don't want to be rude to you. I know that when Sarita and I went to Alberta, she came over. We sat down. We said, what the fuck do you want to do? Now, she had planned this trip before to go with someone else. Unfortunately, that person wasn't able to go with her. Turns out we both had the same week off. So I'm like, bitch, you ain't got to talk me into a trip. I'm down. So I said, I'll go with you. So I ended up. But I ended up doing um, my, when I, yeah, I did Seattle, and I think it was just Seattle I did before then. I feel like that wasn't that, it wasn't all of that. Yeah, no, I didn't do Seattle for that tour. I did a couple, I did like three, four days in Seattle, and then I flew into um, Alberta because it was cheap. There was a layover in Seattle. And so I had gone to shout out to Robbie, my um, best friend, Alicia, her brother lived in lives in Seattle. And he saved me from the bubble fuck middle of nowhere Airbnb. I was at he let me stay with him and we had a bomb ass time. When I tell you we had so much fucking fun, so much fun. Robbie, I still appreciate you coming through for the kids. So thank you so much. Anyway, Sarita and I are thick as thieves. Love it to death. This is, you know, she, this is my people. But she had already had a bunch of things that she wanted to do. And they are definitely in line with things that I like doing. So we did a lot of hiking. We did a lot of sightseeing. There are a lot of things that we were trying to do. I realized that we could see the Northern Lights out there. So that's where my mind was at. I would have liked to have spent more time trying to do that. But I realized this is her trip that I'm kind of joining. So I was more open to doing the things that she wanted to do. So that's one thing. Consider whether or not this is someone that has been thinking about going to this location. And this is someone that... That is, you know, very um, gung ho on certain things in that area. So if you know that this friend has always wanted to go to Turkey, consider if you 
you know, necessarily want to do all the things that they want to do while they're out there and being respectful of this is where my family is from or this is where, yeah. you know, like so I intend cool. to go see my cousins while I'm here. You got to kind of be aware of who you're going with and why they're going and why you're going. If you're going because you like just laying on the beach and chilling, but your friend is going because they enjoy the museums and there's so much um, they're like a linguist and they want to go to, um, you know, um, I don't know, some place where they speak Latin so that they can, you know, be immersed around people that speak Latin and then take whatever course it is they're taking at school. I don't I don't fucking know, guys, but I'm um, consider. Yeah, like consider who you're going with and why and your travel styles. When I go to museums, I read everything. So I'm reading the placards. I'm looking at things like I have one friend. Shout out to Taryn. Sis is like, all right, well, she was talking about different things that she wanted to do. And she had like two hours at a museum. And then I'm like, wait a minute. So what are we doing in two hours? Two hours is nothing at a museum. Do you realize I could spend two hours in one wing in a museum? How are we doing the entire uh, Museum of Natural History? And I've been to the Museum of Natural History. That's my favorite museum in New York. Well, in all fairness, I haven't been to like all the museums. I'm not that much into art, if you will. I could fuck with it, but it ain't exactly my thing. Like I have some friends that art's their thing. I was an art major in college. I was an art, you know what I mean? I took specialized art classes in high school. Like I went to art and design high school. Like this is my shit. I just like what I like, you know? And I don't really, it's like, I don't know why I like it. It's pretty. I don't know why I don't like that. I don't get it. It's, you know what I mean? I'm not into all of that kind of stuff, but I say all that to say, Know who you're going with. So when you're deciding whether or not you go with someone, decide whether or not you have the patience to explain what your plans are or to kind of, are you one of those, oh, I don't know, what do you want to do? I don't know. If you are and that's okay, then going with someone might be cool. But if you're a... I don't know, say a morning person or if you're like, I don't really like shopping that much. If I come across a nice store while I'm out, I'm cool. I'm not going to go someplace for shopping. That's one of the things Sarita and I kind of clash with. She likes to go certain places to shop. Like she always wanted to go back to um, the city to go look at stores and shops. So I'm like, bro, we did this already two days in a row. Like, I don't I don't need to spend any more money. It's just like just for me, it's just looking for more ways to spend money. And I personally don't like doing that while I'm abroad. I'll hit the gift shop someplace while we're out, but I'm not going to now just go to spend money again. That's not my thing. But some people like that. Shopping is a is a very big reason for a lot of people going to certain destinations. So that's one of the travel reasons. Um, uh, what else was it? So if you are deciding whether or not you're going to go with someone, consider those factors, whether or not you have similar travel styles, uh, whether or not you want to be on the beach and they want to be at the pool. I don't really like pools. I like the beach. I have a lot of friends that don't fuck with the beach. Um, think about these things in advance, not to deter you from traveling with people, but in order to have a comfortable and enjoyable time together, try to discuss as many of those things in advance. Not it doesn't even like when I when you say groups two people is a group trip it, to me. I prefer going solo because now mind you having that discrepancy or having the conversation with one person is a little bit easier than having it with maybe six people. But then I've also heard people that say you know 
excuse me it could be a group of six of us three of us want to go here one of us does this another two do that yeah plenty of people just split the group up do what you want to do but then you have i've gone on a group trip where that was not even a thing i went to miami with uh, he was my ex-boyfriend but i'm still to this day cool with his sisters we uh went to miami it was three of us i met them out there and i actually flew into miami and i flew into orlando and drove to miami that's a long story in and of itself but made it there and it turns out because niggas and because brooklyn most of my friends from school was in fucking miami the same time we was because it's like this is what niggas do we go to miami for carnival right cool so i get there and i'm like yo i didn't know y'all was here all right so where y'all going oh y'all going to the strip club all right bet i'm gonna go so i'm like hey i'm going no you're not we don't know them you came here with us so you're gonna stay with us and this in all fairness is what they should have done because you know what i mean like you're coming here like i'm like their little sister so they're gonna try do their best to keep me safe so i don't know this group of seven niggas you know them but i don't we don't feel comfortable just letting you run off with them in miami and we don't know who they are where you're going what y'all are doing so i'm like all right i respect that i respect that so i ended up with them doing what it was they wanted to do and again i'm not a party person so party here party there party there and i'm just like all right now mind you it's before carnival i'm american i can do but so much reggae calypso soca and it's like it's like the third party of like all soca and i am not enjoying myself so yeah know who you're like if you're going with the group know whether or not that group is going to be comfortable breaking up if everybody is comfortable splitting off and going different places then cool maybe group trips are for you sometimes there are these group trips that cater to solo travelers i've gone on plenty of group excursions if you will well i've never gone on an actual trip with a bunch of other solos i have seen group trips that like i said cater to solo travelers where it's just a bunch of solo travelers that travel together someplace i've never done that i don't i don't have a desire to do that at all because i also live by my it's me it's just me and my fucking dog i enjoy my own company some people are re-energized and um rejuvenated by being around groups that's a personality style some people just like oh my god i'm i just feel so much better since i'm around my friends and this good energy me i start to feel so much better and just ah, i can take over the world after just spending the weekend by myself i am perfectly content in my home doing nothing i don't even need to turn the fucking tv on i will scroll through i will read this i will oh, i've never seen this before i've never heard of this let's rabbit hole let's look into this let's see if this person does this and i'm i'm happy that way that everybody has different personalities and things like that so for me i live alone i'm used to doing things by myself and making decisions by myself another experience traveling with somebody else i had was with my mom love my mom dearly we went to St. Martin and we did like a day trip to St. Bart's. Now, something as simple as are you ready to eat now or do you want to eat later can be a fucking conflict. Hi, Ma. I love you. Um, but it's like, OK, so well, what do you want to eat? Do you want OK, do you want like 
Jamaican food? Do you want pasta? Do you want, okay, do you want French cuisine? Or do you want, okay, so do you want to go to this restaurant? What about this? And it's like, oh, I don't really, okay, then I don't, and then what kind of things do you eat? I went, I've been places with, now this person is, uh, I ran into vegans, vegetarians on a trip. So are your friends vegan, vegetarian? You know what I mean? Just little things like that. Like, it's kind of like crazy because like a lot of people are vegan or like plant-based. Like, mm-hmm. So it doesn't seem like a lot, but like when you just want to get something fast, I know people that want to eat at fucking like chain stores or yeah. like yo I didn't come to you know um another country to eat you know, from just like random bar food. You know what I mean? Like I can get wings and beer anywhere. Now will I try your country's wings and beer? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. However, I don't want this to be our thing every night. Like I'd like to go to one nice restaurant while we're here. And when I go someplace, I'm always going to ask them, what is your special? Because that's the shit you're going to fuck up real nice for me. You, all that's going to be fresh. Cause you got another thing. Don't go someplace trying to order like an American because just because you think burgers and fries are going to be safe wherever you go, you don't go to a seafood restaurant asking for burgers and fucking fries. My guy, don't go to a seafood place if you're not comfortable eating seafood. That's another group thing you got to consider. Not people with different eating styles. Like, you think that this is my nigga, we going, we having a good time. You're having a good time, so you're not having a good time. So that's that on that. That's why I like traveling on my own. I think I have um, answered enough of that i'm gonna cut this short there's so many questions here um yes that i've confiscated that from my parents house i didn't even have to confiscate my mother told me to take some more spaghetti but i took the rest of the spaghetti so ma thank you for lunch two days in a row real mvp uh let's see what is it okay this will be the last one um goodness there's so many good ones you guys are so good um Okay, two things. What what's the most interesting item of food you ate during your travels? Um, a termite. You ate, ate one termite. Uh, well, a cluster. I ate a cluster of termites intentionally. That's another video I will post for you. Damn. Um, it w- they taste like carrots. What? I'll post the video. And um, I was on. I was in Costa Rica. I was going. I was on like a, a hike in the jungle or whatever. And it's like here. You want to taste termites? And I'm like, no. So I absolutely will. This is basically how it happened. I'll post the video. Um, so the last question, what is a tourist trap and how do you avoid them? God damn. Y'all be on your shits. So. <sighs> tourist traps. They could have many different faces. The same sense you're going to use while you're home is the same sense you're going to use while you're abroad. The same sense you use when walking through somebody's neighborhood that you are not comfortable with is that same logic you're going to apply while you're abroad. Granted, not everything presented to you is going to be to joke you, to get you out there and take all your money. Some things are just people, you know, offering services to tourists yeah other things are definitely tourist traps and then some things aren't necessarily a trap until you fall into them hear me out so in rome i didn't really plan anything i just did a whole bunch of walking around right where i stayed in trastevere because that's how i pronounce it i don't know 
I know there's another way to say it that's probably correct. I don't know what it is though. But Trastevere looked like what it would be, and so that's what I'm going with. Where I stayed in that city or that town in the city of Rome was walkable to everywhere. So I walked everywhere. And in walking from places like the Colosseum to um there's like this, it looks like a a lower city, like just shit on the side but from walking from one um monument to another one there are a bunch of africans randomly selling trinkets now now mind you they're not selling them they're stopping you chatting you up and giving you things so i got a bracelet a whittled uh turtle which was actually giving away What's like one dude was just like akuna matata akuna matata you look happy my sister where are you from where are you from and i'm just like yeah i'm good and he was just like no 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 you know akuna matata no worries like you know it's a beautiful day out today the rain lit up you know let up a little bit ah oh, it's so nice to see you where are you from and i'm like no i'm good she's like and then but like he continued like he was still persistent without being aggressive somehow like like this is this is their hustle so like they're good at it right and so i'm like okay not everybody is always trying to be nasty to you not everybody because a lot of times i am aware that i can be brass is brash i think it's brash it's brass abrasive. abrasive that's what i initially was thinking i can be a bit i can be a bit abrasive like I'm, i don't need nothing i'm you know what i mean but it's just like somebody could have just been saying hi you know what i mean so i was trying to, i noticed that i was being kind of harsh and i was just like okay reel it back in a little bit he wasn't you know disrespectful or rude or anything like my guy really came up to you just smiling and saying akuna matata so i'm like you know I, oh i'm from new york he's like oh new york city and i'm just like yep new york city he's just like oh well, this is for you akuna matata no worries it's for you not and i'm just like oh uh, i don't you know i'm like no i don't want to buy anything he's just like no 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 i'm giving this to you i'm giving this to you and i'm like how much and he's just like nothing nothing but if you have something that you would like to donate so that i could give back to my family in kenya blah 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 and i'm like okay uh, you know then he's like you know what you know what this is for you too this is for you too you can give this to someone back home when you get back home and then he gave me like this little wooden turtle that was like you know like looked like it was carved down or something like that and i was like it's actually kind of cute so i just pulled out like a, a like a like a um two um like two dollars i don't remember this shit was expensive i think it was euros was it euros europe is so expensive so i pulled out a coin that's like in my mind two dollars and so i just gave it to him he was like thank you so much thank you that's it i was just like okay well i basically paid what i wanted for these goods all right so cool i get maybe a mile away half a mile away because i ended up going in circles and bullshit and another one my sister my sister how are you what's going on welcome where are you from and i'm like really i'm like i'm i'm good i'm good thank you and so this one i took a picture with he was like oh something 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 oh this is for you just take it just take it i don't even remember what it was i think it was another bracelet he's just like oh no 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 it's you just take it you got it it's yours and he's just like but if you want to you know donate so i could give back money i was like nah i don't have no i don't have anything i've like i've got nothing left he was just like okay thank you so much though you still have a good day god bless you and i'm like 
Okay. Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a hustle. That whole just kind of not guilting people into it, but just like asking for suggested donations, donations. If you give stuff away, you got to be all right giving stuff away. If I'm telling you I don't have anything and you decide to still give it away, it's like, okay, so you're deciding to give me this for free right now because... That's what it is. So for me, I, that's definitely a tourist trap because you definitely have the tourists. They'll be like, oh, my God. Oh, Africa is all so poor. Psych. You know what I mean? It's plenty of like, is there poor people in Africa? Fuck it. It's poor people in Brooklyn. Right. It's poor people in Rome. It's poor people in Turkey. What is it? Like the motto poor people of the world is the starving people in Africa don't care about the starving people in China. They don't. Oh, I, I will uh, have to agree with you there. They really don't. They're not worried about like, you know what, we're hungry. Yeah. But what about the Chinese? They, they don't say that. There's yeah, but everybody, everywhere. everybody has their hustle. But as Black long... They they matter everywhere. Yes, I am on board with Black Lives Matter and I'm not here for, cool. uh, you know... Matter. Yeah, cool. Like... Nah. Sound like that's what you alluded to. I was just like... Uh, you know black lives matter period that's it um but you know what i'm also okay with um trans lives matter i'm okay with that i don't feel like that is a um i don't think that that takes away at all from black lives matter um initially i kind of was like oh i don't really i'm not here for anything other than black lives matter but i feel like the trans lives that are being affected the most are black lives so you know what fuck yeah i'm with the trans lives matter and i also think trans lives matter but also think all lives matter but i don't think because they do everybody's life matters but black lives matter is a thing how do we even get down here black lives matter (laughs) fuck you (laughs) shaw Black Lives Matter is a thing because we're consistently being treated as if they don't matter and we're consistently being shown that they don't matter to society as a whole. And that's why Black Lives Matter is important. And that's why I am on board with Trans Lives Matter because the same as Black Lives Matter, trans lives are consistently being shown to not matter and they're consistently um, being treated as if they don't matter. You came into the room, go for it. Black Lives Matter more than anything because no one has dealt with what we dealt with as black people. That's why they say black people can't be racist because we haven't, no one has dealt with what we had to deal with to be here today. And to still be able to and achieve to, such levels of success yeah, like, in certain instances. Yeah, like how could we ever be as racist as the racist people when they weren't put in these situations Right, they didn't. And change us as people. Like we, we live by certain ways because of the racism that we dealt with. This is true. All of our life. This is Additionally, racism is a system in which you one race has power over another power and like it, prejudice and racist so. are two different things right. black people it's can definitely be prejudiced prejudice, but they can't be racist because it yes thank you and there we but go we control our institutions then you probably do like some racist. black lives matter yes 
Without question. If and if you don't believe that and you're here for the all lives matter shit and you don't see race, you don't see color, that's gonna you know what? That's gonna be another it that's gonna be another episode because I You don't wanna no one wants to <sighs> that my chest you know, got that heavy. we like we all equal now. No we not what they think. No we not though. But we're nowhere next to equal. We're not There's equal. There's a at lot all. of work that needs to be done on us. A lot of work that needs to just be done for, and by us he means black people. Yes. Just so you're clear, right? We're not looking for y'all to figure anything out for us. Well, <laughs> we're just looking for the respect that we deserve for the, for everything that we went through, go through, and living through at this point. Not just respect the institutional access because and the That's institutional true. equality because I don't give a fuck if you respect me or not in certain instances. I just don't want you placing any barriers in my way that aren't going to be placed in everybody else's way. Don't limit my access. Don't limit my freedoms based on how you feel about me. Respect or don't. Don't limit my access based on the color of my skin. Additionally, why not, but why, why wouldn't you want that to happen? Because I'm going to put the same fucking work into it as somebody else. I have to right now. I have to put more work into everything because I am black. Additionally, because I am a woman, there are also things that you have more access to than I do I like because like, uh, have you seen, um, here we go here we go here we go this is a whole nother fucking episode yeah, like, this is a whole yeah we got no. we gonna do that another episode that's a whole nother fucking episode because no but um yeah so guys thank you so much for those questions oh my god thank you for listening to my channel um they really were good questions and i have a ton more good questions so um the, i will definitely do another um I don't even know what to call this. Like, would they be like, yeah, it's a question episode, but that's not fun. Like, um, maybe like a, a postcard episode. Like, because that's one of the questions. Like, do I send postcards? I've bought a ton of postcards to send out and I've yet to send them out. I actually, um, spoiler alert, but I'm certain she doesn't let the baby listen to it. I've planned to do so many things while I was aboard. Here's a little travel tip. Keep a travel journal. Additionally, one of the things, and I'm certain that the mommies are listening, I bought mini journals so that I could journal for my goddaughters and for my, um, well, for my goddaughter Reese, and then for my cousin at the time, Christian wasn't born, but um, Charlie was. So I bought these really cute little moleskin journals and I was going to journal about my journeys to like these different countries to the babies so that like when they turn, well, not even that, but when they turn 16, it's just like, well, I've been journaling about all my trips for you. And that'd be like one of the gifts I give them. And then like, you know, a ticket someplace or like take them, you know what I mean? Or something like that or whatever, because hopefully by the time they are of age like to well they're of age now but hopefully by the time like they turn 16 or like graduation or just like a monumental age or something like that i can give them this gift and then give them the access of where do you want to go or take you know what i mean be able to go someplace with them or um you know just give them money towards like maybe going to a trip with their mom or something i mean i would want to go but at the same time it's just like you know, i don't know what all i'm gonna no, be doing but yeah, so I definitely would suggest um, a journal for yourself, but then also maybe a travel journal for um, a younger person that you, you know, 
would like to give the gift of travel to. Um, and they may not be able to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, appreciate it now. But Later. at an age where they can understand they can come back what you. travel is, they can see, um, you know, Auntie D was in, you know, Qatar at this time or they she was in, you know, this country at this time. And, you know, she thought of me in all of these different places. That alone, I think, is just like I am thinking of you and I'm putting the time and the effort into writing something down and to writing my thoughts about you while I'm here. So that's definitely something that I would consider. So I haven't done postcards, but I haven't started that because it's just like I wanted to start it while I was I bought them in. Nobody uses postcards. Well, no, I bought I buy postcards for my best friend Delnot's daughter and I bought Lucy, a bunch of postcards while I was doing my No Hair, Don't Care tour because I stopped there first and I stayed with them for like three days. So all the states that I went to afterwards, I bought her a postcard in and I have fully intended to write the postcards. Hey, Luce, thought about you in this state or hey, Luce, thought about you here and then send them to her while I was there. And I just never did it. So, yes, I do play postcards when I am away and I uh, just haven't sent any of them. Well, so, the postcards sent me show? Maybe. I guess we can call this postcards or, you know, stamp. I don't fucking know. I'll get around to it. All right, y'all. Or so give me suggestions of what to call this shit. What do y'all think? All right. So, continue to send me DMs, continue to send me emails again. Well, actually, the email and the my Instagram is in the descriptions. I'm underscore D carry and it's traveling shit. The letter N T R A V E L letter N S H I T podcast at gmail.com. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the questions that I answered. I hope you guys got some valuable information. And um, that's it. Ooh, and, um, okay. I'm also doing a. Prison Reform Month this June. Oh, okay. Okay. Put that out here, on here, and that way you like. Yes. So, guys, make sure that you've. um, I'll put a link for. uh, Does anybody else see this shit in this description as well, so that you guys can listen to Ev talk about prison reform during the month of June. It was also was also a Beats on Film Network podcast. All right, guys. Bye.